Very special Scotty Mac podcast today from Scotty Mac Productions. Everybody's dealing with the COVID-19, the uh, coronavirus. So I decided to enlist an RN expert, and uh, her name is Lacey, and she just happens to be my bonus daughter, and she's in the hotbed of uh, combat down there in New Orleans. Lacey, how are you? You holding up okay? I'm uh, I'm holding, (laughs) holding on, (laughs) right? Holding on for dear life sometimes, but uh, I just came off of five nights at work, and progressively things are getting more stressful. But I'm trying to keep things together uh, and get through it, as most people are. Yeah, looking at the uh, the numbers here, uh, hospitals across the country, and the one that you're in, it, it. is it bursting at the seams? I guess that's kind of a dumb question, but <laughs> yeah, um, bursting at the seams is an understatement. Right. We haven't become part like New York yet. Nowhere near that. Our, our concentration of people is not as, as severe as New York is, but um, we've closed down certain units that were for certain things and right. we've kind of had to adapt and, and recreate the wheel and, you know, we have a, an ICU that used to be a cardiac step-down unit for oh. clean patients, and it was our, our pristine unit. It's now our COVID ICU. Wow. It's, um, it's a 16-bed ICU now. You've got a lot of moving parts going on down there. Continuously moving. I, we, we have new things coming out every shift. I walk on. I just, what do I need to do? Where am I going? How are we doing this tonight? You know, mm-hmm. it's just... It's forever changing, and we're just learning as we go. In your wildest dreams, Lacey, did you ever imagine anything like this? Mm, Not wildest. Um, When I signed up to be a nurse, I knew I'd have to face disasters, but none like this, none none this prolonged. You know, when hurricane teams are activated, um, I'm on that team, and we're locked down at the hospital for, you know, three, four, sometimes five days Um, I graduated nursing school after Katrina, so that was a huge learning curve for disasters in New Orleans and how hospitals were handled with the patient loads. Now, this is a whole new animal. It's a a beast, Hmm. for sure. I got a bunch of other questions here, but I just noticed you have on your very sexy single lady voice. Oh, God. (laughs) No, that's just for me screaming all night through my... uh, my my sexy respirator mask. Uh, <laughs> I'm oftentimes in a room that has a closed glass door, and I have to scream to my coworkers to go retrieve items for me. <laughs> so I um, have to project my voice through my respirator mask. <laughs> so, it's, uh, and so it's not it's, intentional then. No, it's a strained five nights of work. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I, and now I've just been noticing here on Facebook and it's kind of scrolling through and all of the outpouring of love that you're getting. I've, I've seen some of the things that you've posted. Can you share some of those really cool things people have done that have been kind of unexpected? Yeah, I mean, people are just coming out of the woodwork, friends from high school, people that I don't even know baking stuff for us to, to bring to the, you know, they'll drop it off on my porch. I'll go pick it up before, you know, from their porch before work. Um, I just make arrangements to go, you know, get little things to help brighten their day. My coworkers just to keep us moving. There's also a crew of red beans. It's a Mardi Gras crew. Mm -hmm. Um, 
the, the leaders of the crew, one of the, the wife is a ER doctor at one of our hospitals, our sister hospitals. And um, they're raising funds just through the public, you know, donations. And they are providing dinner and well, dinner for me, but lunch for the, um, the day folks mm-hmm. um, from various different restaurants in New Orleans. Their kitchens are outpouring food huge amounts of food to us you know and it's just donated as as a gift from people in the community that don't have anything else to give but that you know their little bit adds up to a lot and Mm -hmm. it's really it's really appreciated so yeah that's it's just the little things that make a huge difference in our nights and our days and our our time that we have to be on that front line now uh just watching some of the uh, information that is coming across in news and social media projections are showing this is about to get worse in the next few weeks. So what are some of the things uh, have you been able to bring in nurses from areas not as affected as uh, NOLA? Well, you know, New York is putting out uh, $10,000 a week contracts for travel nurses. Mm -hmm. So we're, you know, right now we're competing with that. And so, our, our bites on the bait have been very minimal. We have a couple uh, new contracts for the ICU that just started these past two nights. But uh, I haven't really seen much extra. We've just been um, sourcing our extra nurses from the floors that aren't operating as their normal floors. They're, they're very helpful and we appreciate it. But it's it's uh, it's not what they're used to. No, <laughs> we have to become very adaptive people in this situation. Mm-hmm. We've been very adaptive and it's every shift I'm blown away by how great of a team I work with. So. Now, it's it's a good experience, but it's also it must be traumatic at times. What are some of the things that caught you off guard? Some things you didn't really expect to see? Um. Well, like I said, I work in the ICU and. We get roughly one to five percent of um, COVID nineteen patients into wow. our unit, wow. and um, oftentimes more than none, uh, we don't see them improve. Um, we have to deal with the loss of, of that, and they don't have their families to to be with them when they're passing away. It's, I mean, it's something that I don't really like to talk about, but it needs to be heard. You know mm-hmm. that. that this isn't an easy um, thing to be going through. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of felt like many people are going to be affected by one family member or one friend, you know, not doing well through this virus and not making it through. And that's the hard reality. But it's the truth. Yeah, well, with there's the, the hard facts. And then the one thing that some people have mentioned on Facebook, misconceptions. What do you say? And you're kind of in the hotbed there, as I said. So what are some of the misconceptions that some people have about this disease that you have learned personally? Oh, you know, oh, I'm young. I, I'm not going to get it. Um, our, our, my immune system's really strong. Um, just, you know, all these kids that are going to spring break and the second line that they showed on the news uh, just this past Sunday had... We so many people are just disgusted at the the, the dismissal of the uh, seriousness, mm-hmm. and um, meanwhile I'm, you know, isolating myself from, you know, from my friends and family. Yeah, I know. I haven't I... seen anybody in four weeks now. Yeah. 
So I'm isolating myself and just working through it. Yeah. Oh, sweetie. I, it's okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, so you, well, you've, you've gone a what, five days in a row. So you, you're just kind of like, you're yeah, kind of at a, I'm, I'm exhaling, exhaling at the moment. Yeah. Um, so which kind of leads to my next question. You, I probably already know it. What are you going to do on your day off? <laughs> Um, I've got my uh, long-haired chihuahua uh, <laughs> curled up next to me. I'm surprised he hasn't started barking into uh, the microphone. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> does he have a name? I know the uh, name, but Brownie Bear. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, my my four-legged thirteen-year-old son. Thankfully, <laughs> I you know, I've it's a bittersweet blessing that I don't have a um, any children right now to have to be apart from or you know, risk exposing. So or 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 a single or a, yeah. Or a single guy. <laughs> oh stop. <laughs> <laughs> that, in due time, I guess. That's what I've been saying for many years now, but whatever. <laughs> I can focus on the on the on the task at hand mm-hmm. and uh, not be distracted by things. But yeah. You're so you're gonna get some rest then. Totally. <laughs> wait, wait, hold it, hold it. You're not binge watching Tiger King. Um, I can binge watch The Lion King. But I <laughs> Tiger King. <laughs> Seems like didn't didn't I read one of those guys have uh, coronavirus? I have no idea. I just keep hearing everybody. That's like the talk at work. It's like, okay, uh, when I have a couple days off, I will binge watch all seven hours of the tiger, the lion, the bear, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe uh, Dorothy and Toto. And And I'm going to click my heels three times and uh, say there's no place like home. And that's exactly what you guys out there need to be doing. Just, you know, it's hard. It's hard to stay home, but you just please don't spread it. Stay put. Make this thing silent. Make oh. this thing not know where to go to find it. Sound medical advice from Lacey, my bonus daughter. Yay! Yay. <laughs> oh, and we appreciate you checking in and giving us an update from that hotbed down in New Orleans. Hey, get some rest, Lacey. Yes, Cece. All right. <laughs> Have a good one. We'll talk to you later.